Modern life. Between careers, kids, and health, it can be mayhem. That's why we're here. I'm Dr. Lisa Varghese-Kroll. And I'm Dr. Lonre Falusi. We're physicians, moms, and longtime friends who break it all down for you. Wondering how to juggle all the balls and still stay sane? Looking for advice but don't want to be overwhelmed? Curious about how to make the most out of life for your family but enjoy it at the same time? You're in the right place. Welcome to Health and Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. On this episode, we're talking about joy. We all want it, but what does it really mean? What are the health effects of having joy? And the $64,000 question, how do we get more of it? Keep listening to find out. Hey, Lise. Hey, Lon. You wouldn't be interested in more joy, would you? No, definitely not. <laughs> right? I mean, who needs more joy in their lives, really? <laughs> I Okay, I, I, I can't keep this up. We do. <laughs> we need more joy in our lives. Yes. I mean, we are, you know, modern day humans, aren't we? <laughs> so I'm excited for this deep dive into joy. So let's unlock the secrets. <laughs> so, you know, joy is one of those words that we hear all the time throughout our lives, from casual conversations to novels to college courses to ad campaigns. And sometimes words like that get stripped of their meaning due to their frequent use. So what does joy really mean? It is a sense of happiness or delight, but it's not quite the same as happiness. Happiness is fleeting while joy remains despite your circumstances. And doesn't that sound amazing? Mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it, life is hard. There are so many challenges that every one of us will face during our lifetimes that relying on our current situation to make us happy is kind of a recipe for disaster because our current situation could take a 180 by this evening. (laughs) So I think what every human actually wants instead is joy, a sense of positivity and contentment that does not require external circumstances for it to exist. Mm-hmm. I think that contentment is so key. Right. Yeah. And joy has multiple effects on our health. You know, and just FYI, in the medical research on this topic, the words joy, happiness, positive affect, and other terms are sometimes used interchangeably. So just for simplicity, we're going to use the word joy throughout this episode. So some of the positive effects are tangible. A 2005 research paper found that joy actually lowers blood pressure. And a 2010 study found that joy decreases the risk of cardiovascular disease. Joy also improves sleep, strengthens your immune system, and can help maintain normal body weight by decreasing stress, since stress tends to increase your body's inclination to hold on to weight. And a famous study of Catholic nuns found that joy was associated with living longer. We'll link to that study in our show notes at HippocraticCoast.com. And a large study in 2017 found that in addition to improving cardiovascular health and the immune system, joy may actually be associated with anti-aging. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) amazing. (laughs) And this is because of telomeres, which are protein structures that act as end caps on each of our chromosomes. And they protect our genetic material from being degraded or being damaged. The telomeres become shorter as you age or they become shorter with stress. And telomerase is the enzyme that helps rebuild them and prevent aging. 
So joy and well-being was found to be associated in that study with increased telomerase in immune cells. And we'll link to that study as well in our show notes at HippocraticHost.com. There are different schools of thought on why joy is good for our health. Uh, You know, one hypothesis is that joy leads to better health behaviors, such as optimism, getting more exercise, eating a better diet. And it also leads to better social and physical resources, such as surrounding yourself with supportive relationships and being better able to reach educational or financial goals. Another hypothesis is that joy is good for our health primarily because it reduces stress, which is detrimental to our health. Stress causes slower wound healing, increased inflammatory markers, and compromised immune function. Okay. All right. I'm convinced, you know. (laughs) I wasn't totally sure about this whole joy thing, but this has brought me to the other side. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You were you were really on the fence there. Right. So now on to the real question, you know, how on earth do we get and keep some of that joy in our own lives? So we're going to share some practical tips on what can increase joy and also what won't. So one of the most well-known tips has to do with faith. Um, I'm a practicing Christian, as Lanre is, and religious faith can be a major contributor to joy, and we found that in our lives. For me, my relationship with God has been an anchor when the rest of life was chaotic. Uh, Spiritual connection and engagement have been shown in several studies to be specifically linked to better health. We'll link to one of those studies in our show notes at HippocraticHost.com. And aside from the theological aspect, there are several scientific reasons for that as well. These include the fact that many world religions tend to discourage activities such as smoking or excessive drinking, which themselves have proven health risks. And they also include the fact that being an active participant in a religion usually means that you're part of a religious community of some sort, which not only provides you with the psychological benefits of human relationships, but it also provides you with the practical benefits of a safety net if you have a financial or a health emergency. Mm-hmm. And here's an easy way to increase joy. Smile more. You know, (laughs) smiling seems to trigger your brain to feel joy just as much as feeling joy makes you smile. Make it a point to spend more time outside. Nature is an incredible mood regulator. And we're not saying you need to find a way to get yourself to Hawaii or the Swiss Alps. Mm -hmm. Although if you do, please take us with you. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) park or green space you have near you will be just fine. And do a little work towards an important goal of yours. We talked more about this in our episode 21 on New Year's resolutions and lifestyle changes. Knowing that you're actively moving towards something important can have tremendous effects on your sense of well-being. A huge aspect of joy is thinking about others. Do a good deed. Do it without the intention of getting any credit or appreciation for it. Do it just for the satisfaction of knowing that you helped someone. Now plan to do it regularly. And a corollary of this is to default to kindness. Give others the benefit of the doubt. If you have a choice between snapping at someone or treating them with kindness, consciously choose kindness. And you may be surprised how often others return this favor to you. And laugh more. Whatever you find funny, a particular book, TV show, or kid who cracks you up, (laughs) build time with that that thing or that person into your day. We are giving you permission to binge The Office. Dunder Mifflin forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, and also, you know, pause. Find a time in your day when you're most likely to have solitude and quiet. For some people, this may be in the early morning. For others, it may be before starting their commute home from work or right before bed. Just take a few moments to pray or to be still or to meditate, just to kind of pause for a few moments. A corollary of the pause is to be present. When you're having a wonderful moment, whether it's cuddling a baby or jet skiing or receiving an award or hugging your spouse, whatever it is, remind yourself to be present in that moment. Squeeze every drop of joy out of that moment consciously and enjoy it rather than allowing a distracted mind to let the moment slip away. This is one that I love. Take time to savor your food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So instead of, you know, gulping it, standing up at your desk, <laughs> guilty. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, just sit down, close your eyes and focus on the sensations of each bite and just feel the joy that that brings you. And read for fun. Reading is something that many adults in Western culture feel they don't have time for. Our lives are so hectic and overscheduled that even people who loved reading as kids feel that it has to fall by the wayside. But giving yourself even 10 minutes a day to read purely for pleasure can be a great thing for your mood. My 15 minutes of reading before bed is a little treat for me every day. Or you might take advantage of an audiobook. Check out our episode 5 on our favorite book recommendations for any new reading material. And enjoy music, whether that means singing the latest number one pop hit at the top of your lungs. <laughs> I mean, who cares if you can't sing? Right? Music is still yours to enjoy, right? You know, or playing an instrument or listening to a symphony. You know, music has been a source of joy for humans for millennia. So take advantage of it and for yourself, too. The world should not be deprived of our singing voices, Lonry. <laughs> our, our pop group is long overdue. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. What, what is it called? The, uh, the tone deaf? <laughs> Speaking for myself, at least. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to take the world by storm. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, next tip is to declutter. You know, there's a reason that Marie Kondo's books and TV shows on hoarding strike such a chord with us. And an overly cluttered environment is known to increase stress and decrease relaxation. So get rid of the things you don't use or need and pass them on to someone who does. Mm -hmm. And don't sweat the small stuff. Before you get upset about something, pause and ask yourself, will this really matter next year, next month, or even tomorrow? <laughs> if it won't, and you know, most things won't then let it go. You know, refuse to let the small stuff steal your joy. Here's a fun one. Increase the amount of color in your life. Mm -hmm. Wear something colorful or add color to your home or your office. Make sure that it's a color that makes you happy when you see it. And that can be different for everyone. This can have a subconscious effect on you long after you stop consciously noticing it's there. From now on, I will be dressed head to toe in red, fire engine red. <laughs> Just letting you know. Also, call a friend or spend some dedicated time with a loved one. Relationships are one of the most amazing parts of being human. We need each other. Even introverts do. And there's no question that people who feel deeply connected to other people are more joyful than those who don't. Animals can be a source of joy for many people. Most people love their pets, but even if you're not a pet owner... 
Helping out at an animal shelter, hanging out with a friend's pet, or even going to the zoo can bring you joy. Gratitude is a significant one. Actively thinking about the many blessings you have to be grateful for can change your mood and increase your long-term sense of joy. For some people enjoy keeping a gratitude notebook so they can look back and remember past blessings. One aspect of this outlook is looking for the silver lining. So even in difficult circumstances, making an effort to search for the good in the situation. And there's always something, even if it's just that you're still putting one foot in front of the other, something that can drastically change your outlook on life. And that can often become a positive cycle. So an improved outlook can lead to better sleep, which can lead to better health, which can lead to an improved ability to change your life for the better, which can further improve your outlook. So it's a (laughs) win-win. So true. And next, document memories. Photos can be a huge source of joy. Social media can be a great recorder of photos, but it can also be a big source of comparison and discontent as well. So you may prefer physical photo books or albums to keep your outlook positive. Flipping through your happy memories on a regular basis and making the effort to document future happy memories can be a major contributor to joy. And piggybacking on that, limit social media. Research has shown that anxiety and depression have skyrocketed with the growth of social media. You know, we enjoy technology and we use social media ourselves, but it's important not to let it dominate your life. Seeing that constant stream of airbrushed images and, you know, curated feeds that imply that everyone else's life is perfect, you know, that can lead to some serious discontent. So refuse to let it steal your joy by putting limits in place. And, you know, of course, every doctor is going to recommend physical activity. You don't need to start running marathons unless you want to, but getting moving can be an enormous component of joy. The endorphin rush, as well as the increase in muscular strength and endurance can make a big difference in how you feel. And with that, sleep is also an important one. So important that we did an entire episode on it. So check out our episode 15 for specific tips. We all know it's hard to feel joyful when you're just exhausted. So whether it's finding time for a cat nap or overhauling your sleep routine entirely, decreasing your sleep debt can be a major contributor to joy. A lot of these tips have to do with time, setting aside Mm -hmm. time for reading or laughter or quiet. Where do we get this mythical time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, another way to increase joy is to commit to finding more of it. This may mean a sacrifice that's, that's difficult in the short run. Um, You know, saying no to a volunteer opportunity or cutting one of your children's extracurriculars or even changing jobs. But the difference that it makes to your overall sense of joy might be worth it. Yeah, and it's important to note what does not contribute to joy, which is more money, more status, and more belongings. Those don't usually contribute to long-term lasting joy. These things may make you happy in the moment, In some cases, they may contribute to lifestyle changes that can help you achieve more joy. For example, making more money might mean that you can cut down on your work hours, which might mean more time for helping others or getting exercise, which can lead to joy. But in general, researchers have found that getting more stuff does not lead to joy. And in fact, decluttering and giving money away have more of an association with long-term well-being. 
All right. So that was a pretty comprehensive list. Lise, what are maybe three of your favorites from from this list? That's a tough question because a lot of them are really useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've tried most of them. I guess if I had to pick, I would start with religious faith. That has been a huge anchor, as I said earlier. And I think part of that kind of ties into uh, one of our other tips, which was to help others, to focus on others. Um, I feel like because one of the basic tenets of Christianity is to love your neighbor, it really allows me to kind of, you know, get out of my own navel gazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and think about others who might be less fortunate and what I could do. Um, to help them. Because usually, no matter how bad things are, I still have enough to help someone. Mm-hmm. So that's a really big factor in joy and, um, and not feeling alone, knowing that we're never alone. I think another one of my favorites is the tip about color. I, like, <laughs> I think subconsciously I've been doing this because my daughter's friend came over one time and was like, you have a very red house. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't joking when I said I'm going to dress head to toe in fire engine red. I love red. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I don't understand these like Um, like color psychologists that say that red makes you angry. I don't know. It just doesn't have that effect on me. (laughs) I know what you mean. I literally just bought new kitchen mats that are red. Three of them. (laughs) Right, right. I totally agree. Our kitchen accessories would be interchangeable. Yeah. (laughs) I just find like I'm like adding one or two more red accessories to the house. So like, I don't know. I just love red and being surrounded by red. Um, and I think another one that I really like is decluttering. Mm. I, I don't know what – it's amazing because we try not to buy too much stuff. But at least twice a year, I take garbage bags of belongings to Goodwill. Um, we just have so many old toys that they haven't played with or clothes that they've outgrown that are still in good condition. And it's very, very satisfying to free up space in our house – But to know that we're not throwing this into a landfill, Mm -hmm. like someone who really needs it could potentially come across it. Yeah. And that is so satisfying. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. I love that. It's it it sounds like the theme is aside from the color one, the theme is kind of (laughs) thinking about about others and, and that brings you joy. I think that's great. Right. And also, you know, I feel like when we shop, we try to shop secondhand when we can as well. So Mm -hmm. it's not just, you know what I mean? Like, so you're not, you're not so focused on consumption. Mm -hmm. You're not having more stuff made for your family all the time. Like if it's already out there in the world, maybe you can get some more life out Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's satisfying to feel like you're doing one small thing for the planet. Yeah. Love that. Love that. (laughs) So how about you? What are your top three? Um, so I would have to agree the one being, you know, religious faith. I think, um, I I pair that with my second one, which is don't sweat the small stuff. I think for me, it helps to just like, stop and think, is this the most important thing in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Does it merit your rise in blood pressure? (laughs) If not, then let it go. You know, I think for me, like if among the many, um, benefits of faith for me is is that piece of look at the bigger picture, you know where you you as you said you're not alone in the world, um, you are connected to other people, you know there is there is a just a greater purpose in life than whatever this like one thing is that seems to be trying to steal your joy, <laughs> right? So so I think you know for for me it's it, that is really helpful, um, and as I said the second one I think is you know don't sweat the small stuff. It's just so easy, right, in our everyday to, like, get mired in all the details. Like, 
this email and, and, you know, like that thing (laughs) that you, you need to like, you know, schedule and, oh, did we like call for the swim class for the this and the that, (laughs) you know, um, and, and you can get mired into all of that and just like, like molasses, right? But so true. Right. But, you know, just realizing that not everything, again, needs, um, needs like all of your energy, and especially if it's something that is upsetting, right? Is this something that mm-hmm. that needs a reaction right now? Or, you know, can you kind of let it sit and, and pause, as we said, and, you know, decide that this probably will not matter in like an, an hour, much less <laughs> like next year. So true. Right? And not feel like you're like ping ponging back and forth across all of these different decisions and issues. Um, and and not letting those those little things, you know, steal your joy. So the third one for me um, is probably spending more dedicated time with um, with loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely an extrovert in like the definition of it, where my energy goes up when I'm around other people. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I one thing I've learned from the pandemic is like I. Um, not an introvert, <laughs> you know, like all the folks who are like, this is great. I can like stay home and, you know, not have to be bothered by people. I, I envied that almost because I was like craving, you know, like time with people. And, um, and it's, it's been great recently, I think, to be able to rekindle some of that. And, um, and, you know, even like people are talking on the phone more and like, <laughs> You know, going out for like walks with um, with friends and um, and spending some outside time, too. But either way, like just spending more time with friends and family has, I think, definitely increased my joy over the last few weeks. And that brings us to our physician mom hack of the week. So our hack today is to see if you can quantitatively show an increase in your joy. So grab a notebook to serve as a gratitude record. If you'd rather, you can use the notes app on your phone or even a Word document. The exact mode doesn't matter. But every day, jot down a few things that you're grateful for. At the same time, put one of our tips into use. Maybe you'll choose to start spending 10 minutes more a day outside or limiting your social media use to only 15 minutes a day. Whatever it is, after a month, look back at your gratitude record. Do you find that you have more to be grateful for after you've started consciously doing something to increase your joy? How much more could you increase your joy if you put more tips into action? Leave a comment on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to let us know what you discover. Thank you for joining us. That's our show for today. We just want to remind you to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hippocratic Hosts. And definitely subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is free and it allows you to know whenever new episodes are released. So you don't have to go looking for them, but they're they're right there on your device. Um, And as you're subscribing, we'd also love for you to review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you hear, tell a friend about it so that you can both chat together about how much more joyful you are. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Health at Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. Remember that all views expressed here are our own, not our employers, and all content is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice nor the establishment of a doctor-patient relationship. Always consult your own physician or healthcare team for any medical issues. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us, subscribe, and tell a friend. And check out our website at www.hippocratichosts.com for show notes on this and all our episodes. Can't wait to chat with you next time.